4: Join me, Emily Tish Sussman, every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or
5: wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids.
3: To getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to
6: get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: This is He Said Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez.
6: Hello, everybody. Welcome to
2: He Said Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez.
6: I hope we have some new listeners. I'm hoping that... Continue to grow our audience, and this is a new <laughs> welcome to many. And we'd love to hear from the listeners. If you have any questions, <laughs> thoughts, or opinions about anything going on, um, please feel free to write in uh, yes. or DM on Instagram.
2: We want to hear from you. You can ask anything you want.
6: At Eric and Roz at iHeartRadio.com or um, on Instagram at He Said Eyadio. Yes.
2: So, what's happening, Mister? What is new?
6: I just uh, finished work, finished, we wrapped on The Rookie for season five. So that's great.
2: OMG. Very
6: happy that we are done, uh, done with that. And it's going to be a nice, you know, much needed break, but excited to, uh, well, we'll see, you know, we're waiting to find out what's going to happen with the next season.
2: What do you mean you're waiting? You know, you know what's going to happen. You're going to start shooting again, probably around July.
6: I don't know. Maybe there was a big cliffhanger that I might be dead uh, after this next episode. Yeah, right. Airs. Well, fans are gonna have to wait and see. There's, you know, we could be shooting things out of order. We could be shooting flashbacks. You know, it's interesting. <laughs> it's watch. interesting
2: because I did read something about. It's over here, right? It says that fans of the rookie said they are done with the show after seeing how Eric Winter could leave. Are you leaving the show? Are they going to kill you?
6: You know, there's many things going on with Bradford. I can't can't really reveal. People are going to have to stay tuned. I mean, I'm, you know, finishing out some stuff with the season, and we're going to have to wait and see. Well, Lucy says,
2: Tim just disappeared. And then True Valentino that plays Aaron says, Seven Lincoln Seven, I just found a body. It's Tim
6: Bradford. Dum, dum, dum. Well, you're dead, it's gonna be interesting or... I don't know I don't want to say too much I mean a lot of fans already think I'm definitely still shooting which I am because I so, posted some cameo videos and things like that um so and, guys I I I gonna I'm gonna break it
2: to you Eric got a big opportunity on a different network <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking no guys Tim not... is not gonna die I love the do you believe fandom. do you believe there's no show if you die?
6: Oh, I would never say something like that. I think the show is fantastic and we have great characters across it the board. Is, but it is. I love the Rookie fandom. I love the Bradford supporters. So I appreciate all of you. And um, if you feel that passionate Write uh, it. about Bradford. Email,
2: go crazy. Go
6: crazy online. Make your voices be heard. I love it.
2: Start a petition that I, you don't even want to see Bradford hurt.
6: I love it.
2: Make Tim Bradford a superhero. Nothing hurts him. <laughs> And, and there's going to be a spin-off.
6: Superhero Bradford? Super, superhero um, Bradford. Listen, on a totally different note, you... Well, what? two things. Let's talk about... about we saw what? the Chris Rock Netflix comedy special. We saw it live. Yes. And... Uh, I laughed. I laughed too. I thought it was a good special. Now... You know, everything's always, I, I saw Chappelle live at the Hollywood Bowl, which was one of my dreams was to see him live. I don't have a dream, but I don't have, but it was <laughs> wow. like, I, I really am a big Chappelle fan. So I, yeah. I really wanted to see him live. And, and Chris Rock was a surprise opener. And it was probably the best Chris Rock set I had ever seen. Mm-hmm. I thought he was incredible opening for Chappelle. I thought this special was really good. I thought it was really good. He, he, hit the nail on the head with many of his jokes and he always makes you think which i love mm-hmm. um, i thought the ending was pretty powerful you know i think this is the first because time because he was talking about Will Smith and what think happened this is the first time he really fully addressed his heartfelt feelings about that night
2: he even he got was, emotional at the too. end. I thought
6: yeah. he know, I asked um, another buddy of mine who saw it and didn't think the same thing, but oh, I did. actually thought his eyes yes. were very teary-eyed. And even I think, his
2: voice was breaking a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and he
6: flubbed a joke, which is very unlike him or any you know big, big professional comedian. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen that often. And I think he was just so emotionally charged for this stand-up to finally make his voice be heard about that and so many other things, it was a huge, obviously, opportunity. First time Netflix did something. He's live. clearly
2: affected by it. Um, he is still mad, confused about the whole thing because the way he addressed the situation, he was charged. He was emotionally charged and, and look, talking was, about it, you know. And he destroyed. I don't want to say destroyed, but he went after Will Smith, did, yeah, in it a big way
6: he He went at them, but it was it was like factual. It was like, man, I've been a supporter of this guy his whole career. Yeah. I love Will Smith. I had always been a fan, like so many great. well, he things says to that sing. it all
2: started because of many, many years ago when he was um, hosting the Oscars and there was no black representation. and Jada, the wife, wanted the industry and African Americans to boycott the event and basically making him accountable. You know, if you know this is happening, and we're trying to raise our voices. Why are you hosting?
6: Like kind of blaming him for not getting an nomination exactly. in a weird way.
2: Um, and basically, Chris is like, listen, I'm getting paid. This is a job. You know, it's not my problem. And by the <gasps> way, that's
6: also black representation, right? Like he's up there as the yeah. host of a major yeah. award show, which is an accomplishment. So It's, it's all like, wa- it's, its all very
2: weird, guys. It's a tough
6: position to be in if you're Chris Rock. I know.
2: But I liked this special. You know, I, I was uh, reading some reviews, which, by the way, I hate reviews and people that are critics, and that's what they do for a living, I can't stand it. Anyways, that aside. Um, but the title
6: of the show, to me, is what I think Chris Rock, and also, by the way, even Chappelle, they do so well. They make you think. It's like the selective outrage, which is the title of the special. And it's so And he's correct. Valid. He's correct. People pick and choose. In this town, in Hollywood, anywhere, who they're gonna boycott, when they're gonna boycott, and why. And it's not consistent across the line. Like he made a very funny joke, which was people you put on a Michael Jackson song and people will dance away. You put on an R. Kelly song and people go, uh-uh, can't listen to R. Kelly, and he goes, same crime, just one made better music. <laughs> and it's it's true. Yeah. You know, granted, one got charged officially. with a crime. The other one died before any such thing could be, you know, put into the Me Too movement and be charged um, with anything. But he's not wrong. Like, it's, again, selective outrage. People pick and choose who they're going to be angry at or about based on what they feel is valid valid facts.
2: I liked it. It was really interesting his technique of repeating things over and over. He, like, overkills with, like, repeating the same phrase and then he says it again and he says it again. So I don't know if it's just... Part of his method.
6: Yeah, it's a um,
2: Yeah, but I, I don't know. I liked it. I liked it. And you know what? The whole thing that with Will Smith, I'm so glad that he finally opened up and let it out because he needed all the baggage to come out of his system.
6: Yeah, I'm a big Chris Rock man.
0: I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles, because life happens, baby. But you got this. Hi there. and stories like a good neighbor state farm is there listen to new episodes of your favorite my cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts
6: this is neil strauss host of the tenderfoot tv true crime podcast to live and die in la i'm here to tell you about the new podcast i've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half it's called to die for here's a clip
1: I used to have so many men.
3: How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications...
4: She had a Harvard plaque
2: Anyways, what about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle? They're wait, officially wait, wait, wait. Before invited. Before we
6: go to that, what? let's talk about, about, so we're about a Netflix special, your new Netflix obsession, Sex Life.
2: It's unbelievable. It's interesting. Why is it interesting?
6: No, I'm just I, that kind of a show. So it surprises me that that kind of a show is something that you gravitated towards. But, I had no idea listen, I was I going love Sarah. to. Uh, she was on our show. She's. Sarah fantastic. Sashi. how do you yeah, say her name? Sahi. Uh, Sarah Sahi, fantastic actress. She's phenomenal. Kicked butt in the show. I like. I don't know Mike Vogel extremely well, but I know him in passing. Incredibly talented. Okay. Um, this is the thing, guys. Well. Let me
2: tell you something. So, for wh- whoever doesn't know about Sex Life, that's a TV show for Netflix. You know, two seasons. The first one was eight episodes. The second one is just six episodes. It's very provocative. You know, it's uh, it's juicy, is sexual, and it's about a um a, a girl that is married with two children, but she's fantasizing about who she was before she settled and changed her life dramatically. Not that she didn't want to be married and live, and live the fairy tale of just being a mother. It's just that she was a wild child and she was very, very sexually active. And she had a boyfriend that is the love of her life, you know, and it ended up, Horrifically, because you know they heard he hurt her, like they hurt each other immensely. So she basically finds this man, wonderful man, the perfect man, <laughs> marries him, falls in love, has an incredible life. But then there's that fifteen percent that she goes, "Oh my god, I miss my past." So it wasn't about you believe that it was about. She's cheating. She never cheated, actually. She's emotionally cheating, and it's cheating because she's like, "Oh my God, I'm longing for the life in the city and my my wild ways that I cannot accomplish anymore because now I have two kids and I'm a responsible mom. I'm like a soccer mom." So,
6: did you love this so much because you could relate?
2: No, I don't. I don't. I can't relate. You know why? I'm gonna tell you why I can't relate. You
6: relate? I don't. uh, No, I don't. Number one, I
2: was never. No, because I was never. I was never a wild child. I I was never a sex addict. I don't have an ex boyfriend that I was like, oh my god, that was the love of my life and the best sex I've ever had in my life. So you're very lucky because I never had that. So even when
6: that's really weird. So I'm very lucky. So I didn't have a standard that I had to live up to. Correct. (laughs) That's. Wow, Anyways, you know what I mean? I don't take that the best so, way. So no,
2: listen. you you asking me a question I should I'm, set answering, standard, but, I'm okay. answering. I'm answering the question that you asked. <laughs> wow, I'm very you, lucky I, that. If I really there wasn't anybody that could have If I if I like for example Mike Vogel's character is like oh. he's fighting is like he said to her, "You're the love of my life." I'm not yours. So I can't compete with that. At the end of the day, you're wrong about the show. You took the show as is a pissing contest about just having gratuitous sex. And this woman, she is a bitch because she's cheating on her husband. It's wrong, not I was about, wrong about that. The premise. The, the, pre- pre- the premise actually wrong. sounds very interesting. The premise it- is really interesting. There's a lot of sex, too much. But the reality is, if you can not mind all the constant every other scene if there's a sex scene i'm
6: sure people don't mind that it's um, probably a benefit
2: and if you show. can there's all a little bit of a disconnect because some characters are a little bit more caricature so he's almost like adam amos demos, demos um mike vogel and sarah sahi at points it, it looks like they're doing a different show altogether from everybody else but the reality is if the show is entertaining Is sexy, it makes you think like crazy. And Sarah Sahi has become one of my favorite freaking actresses. The ability for this girl to tap into honesty and emotion is insane.
6: She's talented for sure. I want to understand. And stunning, beautiful. I want to understand more about how I'm lucky that you didn't have that life.
2: Because you are. Imagine if you have, (laughs) you know what it is to marry somebody. Uh, that you have an idea of who that person is, but in reality, it's a wild child, right?
6: Oh, you're saying I'm lucky that you weren't that person.
2: I'm not Not that not I'm that lucky person. that
6: you didn't have a love of your life. No,
2: there, no, right? no, no, no. I'm, you're lucky that it's not like I'm going to be like with my, my uh, um, Sebi and Dylan and you at a freaking um, uh, soccer game. And I'm going to be like reminiscing about, oh my God, I used to be crazy when I used to go to Boqueron in Puerto Rico at the beach and just like be horny as crazy and just leap around. I, I that, that that was never me.
6: Okay.
2: You know what? That's good. I don't know what it is. I like, used to drink like crazy and I used to be hammered and I had the best times of my life That's going to, to the know. club. Now listen, like, no. I do
6: know what that is because I lived that life Oh, whatever. More than you. No, you, you did However. No, you didn't. You're as square as they come. However, I don't have a lost love. <laughs> I don't have a lost love, so you're okay with you're, That's you're, you're so lucky, awesome. there you you're lucky. You're lucky I don't have a lost love. Beautiful. However, I do know what it was like to live the wild life.
2: No, in. you didn't.
6: I was more of a monogamist at heart. Yes. But I had periods of time. Where you're I not that you're not that person. Yeah, I mean Kelly and I used to have our days. Oof, Going to the club. Oh my going god! Going to the club.
2: Well, I'm glad that you got it out of your system. Do you miss it? No. Do you want to go back to that? I, mm, mm, I, mm,
6: I want to know how mm, soon mm, I can mm, get in mm, bed every mm. night. I'm exactly. not worried about how late I can stay up. That's like the last thing. Exactly. I'm gonna, that's I'm like, that's me. Teeth to get me to dinner <laughs> by seven. I want the early bird special. So you know I what? We don't have the sex body. life
2: situation. Oh my
6: god, I'm such a homebody. <laughs> it's like I la- we laugh with Mario and Courtney all the time because they're the same way. Like they I mean they 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 go, they go out fun. a lot. They have some fun, but Mario and I always joke. We're like we're both fine with the early bird special. Let's just do the 6 a.m. dinner. <laughs> we're no problem with that.
2: Like, we um, have we have a dinner tomorrow, guys, Thursday, and a dinner Friday, and I am freaking out already going. Why are we having two back dinners to back, back to dinners. back? That's like like oh, putting needles in my eyes. I know.
6: I mean, we love the people we're going with. <laughs> no, but still, it's going to be great. It's just like when you have back to back dinners. You're like, oh, oh I'm
2: God. going, oh, no. Um, Anyways.
6: All right. So you're back to Prince Harry.
2: So Prince Harry and Meghan Markle got invited to the coronation. Do you think they deserve it? Do you think they should I go? I think it's a
6: publicity stunt by the royal family. I think it feels, it feels as much as they've come no. out and said they can't stand them.
2: They yeah. haven't ever said that. Yeah, Prince, they have hit, never, Prince Charles. I've never said, said that. I'm they, not, I'm not no, Prince Charles. I'm no. sorry.
6: Prince William hasn't he said how like hurt and devastated? He hasn't that, said like, anything. His brother? Yeah, he hasn't said, said anything. Things. Hasn't anything. So I think there hasn't Zero. been some stuff said. No. I think it feels like damage control by the royal family trying to make sure they're included. But I also think, even though it's obviously his dad's coronation, I think it would be so hypocritical if they were to go. It's not it his dad's be, birthday. It would be very it's tricky. The royal, it's the purpose of the royal family. It's the coronation. It's the, it's the um, uh, institution that he and Meghan are fighting and pushing against. So they'd be celebrating the f- formulaic pattern of the, of the institution.
2: But can I tell you something? There is no way that they're not going.
6: I'll be shocked. You don't think it's you don't think it's hypocritical. It'll go? be
2: it hundred percent. It, it, but it'll be so it'll be so incredible if they pass. It'll be like oh my god. So now we understand. Now we believe all this BS that is going on. But if they end up, but there's a part of me that goes, man, that's his dad. This is yeah, an important it legacy. If, it's like you know what he should be there. If it he was his be
6: dad's there. birthday, I get it or something like that. But this is. Again, this is directly related to the institution of the royal family. It's not about his dad. This is about his dad becoming king. This is everything that he pushes against about the royal family and the way that his his mother was treated. He thinks, obviously, it was all uh, terrible for his mom and his wife and everything that they sort of have now stood for uh, that rivals what they believe in and, and everything else. I think after this book and after everything that's been said to show up at the coronation, would feel super hypocritical. It'll be weird. It'll be weird. It doesn't make any sense. They just took away the cottage from them, made them vacate the cottage where they'd stay when they go there. I don't know. It feels super strange to me to show up and go to that. <laughs> I, I, I think it would go against everything in all of these specials and in these books.
2: Yeah, they haven't. They haven't replied. The funny thing is that they announced, like their office announced, "Oh, we got invited." I don't know why I even do that.
6: No, I think the then the royal family announced it. No,
2: I think it was their their they announced it. We said, like, like don't, don't even say anything about it, you know? Just show up. Oh, yeah, you're up. right, you're right. A just, spokesperson just show for that. up if yeah, you're going to do it. Why would you
6: even announce it? That's the th- this is one of the things I have a tough time wrapping my head around. Like, if you want to be out of, the, of the, out of being in front of the camera, you want to be out of the spotlight, you don't want this involved in your life anymore, stop commenting on it. If you're trying to separate from the family, why does anybody need to know? Doesn't that just stir up more controversy? Like, we're talking about it right now?
2: yeah i don't know
6: she does have a new book coming out
2: <laughs> there you more go. to talk about anyways
6: i don't know i, I
2: did you see the episode I for struggle. fantasy Island? Well, you don't watch fantasy island but mary osmond was a guest guys and were you happy yo she, she was lovely can i tell you something like everybody knows mary osmond because you know she comes from a very well-to-do like a f- famous family and the, all the the siblings are like I don't know if all of them but they're talented you know and she's been around she's been in the business forever so she's a guest star she was a guest star and she went to puerto rico and i have never met somebody just the kindest sweetest just a wonderful lady yeah, i met her years and years ago she, she was, was wonderful she was amazing then as well. oh my god super kind and so nervous you know because her her thing is, is singing you know and she's a, a host and that, like a like a show woman. But acting is not really her thing, and she was so self-conscious. She has, but it's not. She's not. It's not her main thing. She was so nervous, and she did so fantastic, and I just loved her. And the episode came out beautiful, and and yeah. So I hope whoever watched, (laughs) whoever watched Fantasy Island, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, And next episode is a is a good one as well. Now it's nine nine o'clock. They moved the time slot. It's not eight. It's nine o'clock. We have five more episodes left. Um. So check it out.
6: Will do. I'm going to have to start watching. Yeah, right. You don't watch The Rookie <laughs> since season one, the pilot, maybe.
2: Oh my God. But I know but all about it. You watched your episode, the
6: one you were in. You watched that episode. I don't know if I watched you the whole episode. Maybe two episodes.
2: No, I think I saw my parts. I don't think I watched the episode. We are a
6: very supportive family. We are very we supportive. We support each other's stuff.
2: <laughs> we are. Sort of. <laughs> we just don't watch it, but we support it.
6: <laughs> Listen, I read, you know how my thing and it's interesting because we have a guest coming on and uh, in another episode here that's a TikToker. And you know my mixed feelings about TikTok. And mm-hmm. I just read a whole um, article about a senator putting a bill out that got passed, I think, by the House. And they're trying to get TikTok banned, that Biden can put in whatever, use whatever position. And I don't know the exact term, um, but what his position of power to ban TikTok in the U.S., what are you gonna do? It'll be
2: sad, TikTok? you know. Listen, because I do, I know I understand that there's a lot of content that is just out of line and it's not good for kids, and there is like an addictive um, element to social media, and, and and I know all that and I understand it, and I do know that this company that the Twitter, not Twitter, um, i TikTok, Act. TikTok comes from like a, a company Chinese out of China, that they're is, a, believing a, a is using Chin- cyber warfare. Correct. So all that is horrific, but it makes me sad because TikTok, if you basically uh, Use a filter, right? And you actually try try to dissolve the good from the bad. There's a lot of content content on TikTok that I enjoy like crazy. Incredibly talented people, singers that that will never have a platform. Um, You see them singing on TikTok, and you wanna pass out how amazing they are. A lot of motivators. It's the same thing. I know. A lot of motivators. People doing incredible work you know like going out to the streets and helping homeless and like life-changing moments that you get to watch and i'm um, a lot of funny stuff so it makes me sad however
6: we've talked about this before that in china tiktok is censored extremely for what children can see it's all educational i'm, I'm fine and about
2: that if they do that here it's and okay. it's
6: removed um at a certain time for the public
2: yeah okay
6: so tiktok might be on its way out
2: well, I don't really care, but uh, there's there's there, there there are things that I'm going to miss because I enjoy some of the content. Well, I'm Anyways, sorry you. Whatever. All right. Love you.
6: Love you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think.
2: If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at He Said Ella Dijo or send us an email, ericandross at iheartradio.com. He Said Ella Dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura podcast network.
6: See you next time.
1: Bye.
4: Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids.